Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Luton make it five unbeaten and another win at Kenworth Road after Elijah Adebayo heads in. Luton win 1-0 against Hull City and right now the league table's looking pretty good so today we'll be chatting a bit more about that game. How far can we go this season? Currently fifth. Um, can we finish in the playoffs? We'll be discussing that today. Glenn Ray has picked up some performances in the last few games. Luke Pataro said to me on Saturday that he's actually really impressed with him. Uh, so today, thought we'll do a little focus on Glenn Ray, how he's been to the start of the season, and also a few Instagram questions from you guys today with Dave and Pataro as always. Evening, guys. How are we both? Evening. Very well, thank you. Hello, hello again. You're struggling today, Pataro, a bit. Sorry, what do you mean? Struggling just... just Long weekend, weren't it? That was a very long weekend, but you know, it just makes it better by the fact that we had a result and that's the main focus, so yeah. But a lot of drinking was done. Unfortunately, we weren't there, were we? No. We were in Newcastle. In Newcastle for the weekend. Watched it on the iPhone on Saturday, so I watched the whole game, which means we can sit here and do this tonight and have a, a valid opinion on it. Mm-hmm. So let's start with some three-word reviews. Oh, don't want to talk to me then. Dave, how was your weekend? How was Luton <laughs> on Saturday? How was the ground? It was great, I'll tell you about yeah. it a bit. Okay, brilliant. Three word reviews then. Fraser says, scrappy but happy. Jim says, bloody hard work. Uh, Dwayne says, always in control. Beth says, Fred and Elijah. With the little hands hands emoji. Neville says, winning games ugly. Uh, Joe says, great team spirit. And Phil says, playoff dream alive. Mm-hmm. Is that? Can that as a three word? Um, well, yeah, playoff could be hyphenated. Yeah, for true, definitely. true. Uh, Neville says winning games ugly and I like that one because we weren't at our best on Saturday were we but we did pick up the three points which I said we've said a, a load of times it's important to do I think we was in control um, for the most of the game if not all of the game um, yeah it was hard work at times uh, we had strong defence yeah but those are the sort of games that shows your team is good if you if you don't play well and get the three points mm-hmm. I mean some of the top teams doing it don't they so they win titles doing that I'm not saying we're going to win titles but yeah it's the way to go. Sometimes. And that Huddersfield game we had a few weeks back when it was Amari Bell hit the crossbar, it had a bit of a similar feel to that. I think we were better this weekend against Hull. You think if Amari Bell tucks that away, maybe that's when we win 1-0 as well. So it is like you said, we just, at the moment, we are taking them chances when they're coming. With all due respect to Hull City as well, they were a poor team in Huddersfield. Yeah. They didn't have quite have the equipment to do it, so. But no, I mean, we'll take it, won't we? Definitely take it. Beth says, Fred and Elijah, how good were them two on Saturday? Because Nathan Jones spoke about Fred on Yudinma in the press. Um, I don't know if it was after the game, but I saw it tweeted today by Luton News, Michael Luton News, basically saying, if you think Fred is good now, when he's like not up to speed, not up to full fitness, not up to like full training quality, he was like, you guys have no idea what we're in for. And you read that and you think, wow, I'm, I'm getting excited about this guy. It's true. We, we all know what he can do. I mean, we saw it first game of the season as well. And look, like you say, he isn't up to full uh, speed yet. But 
It's that combination again. How many assists is that now for, for Adebayo? We saw Three. that in pre-season against Portsmouth, didn't we? When we drew one all at, at Kenilworth Road, when that first like, mm. bit of a link-up we saw. And it has just continued into the league. It was good to see him back in the team. It was good to see him playing well. Um, yeah. Will he come back and score against Derby last week? Yeah, it was just the, the, the pace he has, the vision he has, all good. And... <coughs> Sorry for the coughs. Coughing again. All over, yeah, I'm really so all over Vitaro. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll get it sorted next week. Brilliant. Uh, Fred says we're hard to beat, and it, it does seem that way at the moment. Only Bournemouth and West Brom have lost fewer games than us this season. Yes. I think I read somewhere today, which, when you think about it, is a tremendous effort. Mm-hmm. And the clean sheet as well. Seven, Seven clean now. sheets. Seven, that's mental, isn't it? Look, we shouldn't run away with our thoughts at the moment, but it's a really good place to be, isn't it? Of course, it's, really it's always nice just to live on the high a little bit, isn't it, sometimes? Let's have the glass half full at the moment, boys, mm-hmm. and, and just just revel. Look, look where we were not that long ago, and look where we are now, and look how we are excited about the team that's playing for us, and the manager and, and the team are playing really well. You know, it's brilliant. Yeah, like you said, glass half full as well, and that's a good way to put it, because I think I said to you and Steve on Saturday... I said, I turned around and I said, said, look, just get to Christmas, get as many points on the board and then look at where you can go from there. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was looking at. Because I think I said, oh, yeah, we've got so many points above relegation now. That's great. That's a massive stepping stone. I think Steve turned around and said, oh, mate, we shouldn't be looking behind us. I know, but sometimes you do look behind because it's just nature, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. And I think it's just good to know that it's a relief to know, look, how many, how many points is it now? 14 or whatever? 13 points? 12? I don't know. Something about like that. the relegation? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe 10, I don't know. But either way, one of those figures. We'll go I mean, let's let, just be fair. The, the table um, is a bit weird at the moment. We've got so many teams on the same amount of points. However, you know, we've got those points. And, exactly. You know, and you know, and the goal difference as well. But it, I know it's irrelevant, it's irrelevant now, but you look at the last three fixtures we had, and I think if you'd have offered us seven points from them three, you probably would have taken it. Millwall, Derby away. 100%. And then Hull at home. Yeah, I would have probably taken five if you would have said you draw the two away. Yeah, but to which we probably expected as well. But like we said in the the Millwall podcast last week, how well we did away from home and how much of a good away day it was, and then to have the character to come back <coughs> twice against Derby when we weren't at our best at all, mm-hmm. and then nearly win it. Like we forget, yeah. Onya Dinma hits the crossbar straight after we equalised. Yeah, but like, like to do them two performances. And then maybe not be our best again against Hull and come away with so many points. Man, it's exciting. It's exciting times. And it should be frightening for the team that faces us next when we are really on form. Yeah, this is it. That's what I'd like to we say. We don't always peak, do we, when we win, so... No. But, you know, just grind out. If, you, if you, you, You've got a team of winners and you grind out a result even when you play terribly. You know what? We mm. could be up there fighting for it at the end. Be great. Yeah, that's it. Well, let's look at the whole game in more detail. There were two changes from Derby in midweek. Onya Dinma and Berry came in for Naismith and Pelly. I think Naismith was suspended, I think you said the other day. Um, and it's good to see Fred start after having such an impact off the bench after, what, half an hour last week. And I guess when we started the game, I think it was quite attacking from minute one, really. It did look like we were fully going for him. Straight on. Straight on. Mm. Ber- Berry's having, having a, a pretty good game. Uh, we created some chances. I, I think... Uh, I was quite surprised that we didn't score fairly quickly, to be fair. Well, we had Barry's shot literally after like four minutes. At, at the time, yes. on the, we were watching it on the iPhone in a, in a bar in Newcastle. Don't know how many beers you were in. <sighs> I was still recovering from the night before, so I was just sat there, just glued to the phone. Barry's hit the in. post. And we thought we both thought it was in, didn't mm. we? Yeah. 
what actually happened? Hit the goalkeeper and hit the post. Do you know what? I can't. I don't know. Deflection or something, weren't it? I don't. I think it was a deflection. But the point is, we were creating chances there, and you know, I couldn't believe that we weren't scoring at that point. And I thought, to be fair, I thought Hull were terrible. To be fair to 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 us, I think they were terrible. But you know what? You can only beat what's put in front of you. You need to keep going at them. Uh, But I thought they Mm. were terrible. So we 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 did start on the front foot. It was quite exciting. The atmosphere down there was pretty decent. Just wanted that goal to go in. Yeah. Sorry, you said yeah. to me through the game on, on Saturday that, especially in that first half, you were like, Hull are not, like, we're all over him. You're like, we're battering them. Yeah, well, I thought so for the first 20 minutes. Like you said, I was a few, well, more than a few beers in, so I might have got that wrong, but I... <laughs> no, you I, didn't. I you, we no, were, you didn't get it wrong. We were, we were all over we were him. comfortable as well, weren't we? I, I don't remember... It was the press, wasn't it? The high press. Yeah, and, like, I don't remember and, a point in that game where I looked at it and thought, oh, they might score here. Nah. Not many, maybe one chance. I think in the whole game they had one shot on target, didn't they? I don't remember Slugan yes. making a save, making a proper save. Uh, one shot on target, I think, was the one in the end of the first mm. half where it was kind of like well, it a low like. save, but easy for Sluger. Yeah. Um, on the 19th minute, everyone in the stadium stood up and applauded. Jacob Crawshaw sadly passed away last Saturday in a in a car accident. Um, but how close was that to our goal? You know, like literally, we scored and then the 19th minute come up. Mm-hmm. It was great. It's just great. A great tribute from everyone, including the whole yeah. City fans that, that joined in as Brilliant, well. Yeah. And like Nathan Jones said midweek about it, and I thought that was amazing just hearing him talk about yeah, Jacob great, like that. So that was brilliant. Let's talk about the goal. It was Fred to Elijah again, um, seventh of the season for him. And Fred on your dinner at the moment. He loves that little uh, step, step over, over doesn't he? Because you don't know. Yeah. I feel he can go either way. Of course he, he can. can go either way. So it's as a defender now, he's... And he's frightened. He's so so quick off the mark as well. It's frightening. He literally is. Like I mean, like I say, he's not even at his best at the moment. We'll yeah. see that. But I mean, we see it against Peterborough. We saw a little uh, glimpses of him taking the player on inside and outside. Like you say, on both feet. And I think one of the goals from the Peterborough game, game going back to that, was he went down the on his left foot down the line, cut it back across. But look, what a player! I said, I'll, I'll be honest. I said to you pre-season. That I wasn't too sure he was going to make it at Luton. Obviously, you know, no one knows, but he plays a different role now at Luton compared to what he did at Wickham. So that's what we need. What I need to remember. And he's he's really surprised. Fully taken it like mm-hmm. by the storm, isn't he? And you look at the games he's missed out on. Imagine if we had him for the you know the the load of games he was injured, we'd maybe even have some more points. True, well, and and don't take away the run from Adibayo to get to where he needed to be to get that ball in. You know, that yeah, was good. So the cross was great. The the build up to it was great. But actually, it's sort of the right poacher's goal almost, mm. isn't it? Just getting in front of it. And all. the finish was absolutely great as well. Because he had his head down there trying to exactly. one of those. But I was, I was sat there saying to Steve, obviously, he was sitting right next to us. And I was sitting there going, oh, good little finish there. And he's gone, mate, it's a tapping. And obviously, like, you look back on it, he gets his head right underneath it, doesn't he? Yeah, he's tapping or not. As a striker, you have yeah. to get there. So he got in front. Art, of, he got in front of that defender, and he took the opportunity. Here's Brilliant. a question on Elijah Adebayo, right? And we're not going to be bashing any former players here, right? But I think if we have James Collins in the team, we don't score goals like that. No. James Collins is a different player. He's a different player to Adebayo. Totally. Yeah, um, and he plays in the last last defender as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Especially when the ball's coming in the box, he knows where to position himself. He can peel off his man. He can get in behind. It's lovely, but. Like and we've spoken about players. we've spoken about Elijah a lot on the podcast and how 
how he's great with his feet, like unreal with mm-hmm. his feet, how he, for a big guy, is so quick and so powerful and skillful. And it is like a completely different player to James Collins from last year. And we're maybe scoring goals now this season that we didn't see a lot of last year. And it's even like the equaliser at Derby, the cross in, and Elijah's just beating the keeper to it and nodded. It. It's just like at the moment, he's getting goals we've not seen in a Luton team maybe for quite a while. He's quite well around as well, isn't he? He's he's learning more yeah. since he joined us, definitely. He's only a kid still, really, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah and that's why the development team are doing really well with him. And uh, yeah, he's making his mark. <laughs> and the next player to sort of go for a few million probably. Yeah. Hopefully not, though. Hopefully he'll stay with us till we get to the Premier League, at least, next two years. Well, look, you get the best of both worlds, don't you? If if he stays with us and we go up, fantastic. If mm-hmm. we don't go up and he stays with us, we challenge more. If he moves, we get a really good fee for him. Exactly. Producer Jacobs put some nice little stats down on the running order today. Luton's record when Adebayo scores. Games played 12. Uh, wait a minute. This is, this is Producer Jacob doing terrible stats. <laughs> Games twelve. <laughs> no, no. Played. He's played. We played twelve games. He's played in ten of them. We've won. Games twelve. Played ten. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've won seven. But I think you. Might and we've drawn three. We've much. not lost when Adebayo's played. Is that true? Is Jacob drunk when he does this stuff? Well, Mate, he probably did this on Saturday night. In all fairness, no, I don't. Luton's record when Adebayo scores. He put games twelve, but played ten. Yeah. Well, how going to be? What do you mean? Twelve games twelve play ten. Does he mean to say goals? No, it's not goals, is it? No, I'm a bit confused now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so confused. <laughs> I really appreciate the effort, producer Jacob, but it just Can doesn't you make sense. Please explain what you mean. Seven you... wins, three draws, no losses. I actually, probably get a call right well, now. Well, that'd be ten games, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, was it said games twelve? Oh, forget it. He's got six and seven. That's all we can confirm that we know. <laughs> Useless. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, why is there a full stop and an S or whatever, <laughs> or whatever that symbol is? Look, after producer Jacob, sort yourself out, mate. <laughs> Better please next week. Um, he went off injured just after half time. I did, we didn't even notice. I think we no. watched 15 I was there minutes like, on. Do you know what? I was there and I didn't know. even notice. Really? Oh, so it wasn't just us then? No, it could, have been, it could have been that I was pre, pre-match bar and then yeah, half-time yeah, bar. Probably. You know, you go for the social as well as the football, don't you? We didn't even realise he'd gone off injured and it wasn't until Jerome touched the ball and we were like, wait, that's 35, that's Jerome. Mm-hmm. Didn't know Adebayo went off injured. Um, at least we're not the only one anyway. Fingers crossed though it's not too serious. And he's fit enough to play the weekend again. Well, someone told me today it was a slight hamstring injury. Right. And apparently they saw him walk out afterwards and he looked fine. So, well, that's anything to go by, but it's probably like the Sun newspaper, isn't it? Yeah. <coughs> but no, I mean, remember when the uh, the goal went in, I think half that pub, well, most of the pub looked at us like we were fucking freaks because we were just staring <laughs> at the table like that. Honestly, Dave, have you seen it? I think we had a few... like this the whole time and all of a sudden it goes in, we're just banging the table, doing like, giving it all that like little monkeys. I think, I think you know, you think about our strikers now and Adibayo goes off, Jerome comes on and it's a different front line. I don't think Jerome had a, the best of games. Uh, so, no. so you just see what, what an impact Adibayo's had in the team. I mean, yeah. I like Jerome, don't get me wrong, I like him, I think he works hard, but I don't think he, he showed much at the weekend. I think it's difficult for Jerome though, because yeah. of how well Elijah does, it's... And most of the time when Jerome's coming on, it's when we are mm-hmm. winning, winning, you know, and it's, it's, his role's different. I get that. I get that. And I'm not saying that he won't produce and he can't produce. I just think, you know, it's a difference. George Moncur came on to a warm reception, was it, Dave, from the crowd? Yep. 
Good. That's all I can say. I mean, why would you not? Why would you not give him a warm reception? He was great for us, and he scored us some vital, vital goals to win us that hundred percent. And and, you know, there is no way on this earth anyone would say anything different about the man. He he was good for us. Wish him well. Just didn't want him to do well against us. Exactly that. Producer Jacob says Glenn Ray was having a fantastic game. Numerous interceptions, volley saved. Um, We are going to be doing a bit more of a focus on Glenn Ray, but he is kind of looking quite solid at the moment, isn't he? Well, Glenn Glenn Ray had a good game. He had a good game, right? But I tell you now, I know we're talking about Glenn Ray, but he wasn't the only player on the pitch had a fantastic game. I mean, no, but I think you noticed it more. Well, we did anyway. Obviously, looking on the on the phone because there was some vital. Interceptions, challenges, etc., and whatever else. But yeah, I know what you're saying, Dave. What about Sonny? Well, I can't. I can't keep mentioning. Look, Sonny we know what he yeah, feels about Sonny you know, Bradley. Every Let single time you. he does something good, I'm always sitting there going, "Yes, yeah, Sonny Bradley." Literally so Saturday in this pub in Newcastle, you're sat there, and I just think you want me to go. I love Sonny Bradley. <laughs> yeah, not quite like that, but yeah, but something he, like that. <laughs> but similar. he played his part in the game, and he was immense, immense. Mm-hmm. Glenn Ray was solid. Lockyer was good. You know the back, the, the the back four were fantastic. You said to me the other day, you were like, "Lock is the new Matty Pearson because of these long balls down the yeah, line." Improved, I yeah. was like, new improved one. Yeah. yeah, apart from the fact that Lockie's balls actually stay on the pitch yeah, and yeah, normally get in beyond. But it, we have, and we said this last week, we seem to have found a bit of a solid, settled back four at the moment. Breed's been unreal, Bell's been unreal, and then Sonny and Lockie are mm-hmm. back to that partnership which we've known and loved for so long. And I think they're improving maybe with them players around them as well. Hundred percent, and mean, I think they've got the belief in themselves as well. It's yeah. sort of like you say about obviously. Sorry, I just moved that quick. Yeah, but um, about obviously Sunny Lockyer. So they play a three, didn't they? Sometimes at the back as well. Was yeah. it a three on Saturday? Dave was it a four? Because we couldn't work it out before the game, could we? Do you know what? I thought it was a back four, but then you know, some, changed, sometimes though, when yeah. I'm at the stadium, and especially where we sit, sometimes I sort of just gloss over the formation. Sadly. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever they did, it was very successful. Yeah, but that back three, four, five, whatever it is, is, yeah, it just looks so settled. I mean, like you say, everyone, well, sorry, everyone on those defenders is completely different to the next. Yeah. And they all work so well. <laughs> they all know where they're, well, obviously, they all know where they're going anyway because they coach Do you know, well. I, I know we said this before, but in the past when you're watching a game mm. and you're seeing, you're seeing your team only one nil up and we kept thinking, well, we could really do with a second, we could really do yeah, with a second. Yeah, we said this. Um, the second wasn't coming and mm. in the past, we'd have defended too deeply, we'd have sat back a bit, we'd have tried to cling on to it and then you get the sucker punch. But you know, Well, like Swansea a few weeks yeah, ago. but we were totally on it. Because as we said that, we were watching it and then they put up... Um, final score on, on the TV screen. Oh, yeah. So obviously we were like a minute behind on iFollow. So we were just sitting thinking if they score now. Um, and they did get one kind of half chance, didn't they? They got through on the right-hand side and whipped it across the face and it kind of just went all the way through, thank the Lord. But yeah, um, wasn't great, apart was from that, I think there the wasn't too much to worry about, was it? The whole game, I wasn't worried. I didn't think I would score at all. Not, not at no, one point. Not, not in the way they were playing or, you know, we were giving them anything. But, you know, it's always that in the back of your mind, you know, obviously, looting of old. Obviously, I think we need to sort of get that out of our system now, the looting of old, because we're not doing it anymore so much at the moment anyway. 14 games in I the think they learned from the Swansea game. I think especially like that Coventry game when it was like we go in at, what, 4-0 and they were like, look, 
even at 4-0, I bet they were still thinking, we need to get that next goal or is we it, need to not. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Is it, is it more learning though? Is it, is it more sort of like, you know, you're coming up against a team who, you know, with all due respect to the whole city, they aren't as good as Swansea. Swansea have much better players. Players that probably, you know, some like Conor Hurrahan, for example. Don't know how much he was worth, but obviously that, and Cham or whatever his name is and you know them kind of players they're paying big money for us whole yeah. city with all like say respect to them it's a looting thing though Bataro it's a looting thing isn't it when yeah. you've been watching you've been watching them a fair amount of time too now mm-hmm. and you know that sometimes we perform um, towards the end of the game poorly yeah and I don't think we respect teams as <coughs> much as well nowadays in the well, last year we you know, respect's gone out the window for other teams I think we look at them now I think do you know what we can match you we can fucking take you on let's go do you know what I'm saying like, whereas in the past we never did that well, I think our first season the championship maybe we showed a few teams uh, too much respect massively yeah and but now we're a bit nasty with it as well we have players in there you know <coughs> trying to hurt people and it's great to see isn't it really it's like you saw that with Huddersfield coming to play for a point the whole respect thing though you know do you give them respect or you just you just get your game plan based on how you see them I don't, you know, it shouldn't give anybody any respect when you play them, ever. And especially one team that we won't mention. Um, But, you know, you you should just set out your own game plan. Do they really go out and go, oh, we're not going to, we'll just back off a bit because we know they're good? No, I don't mean mean? that. I I think sometimes it's more of fear and overcautious sometimes. Maybe, yeah, that's probably the way to put it. Maybe overcautious sometimes. And you sit there and go, okay. I suppose, but the more you do things and the more, like, the success you get or even the failures in life, like anything in life, you'll learn from it, won't you? You'll learn from every single thing you do in life. I'm sure being in a championship playing against certain teams, you know, no team in that league is the same. You might have similar okay. teams, but no team in that league tries to play like the same way as the next one, for example, where Swansea likes to keep the ball and pass it, like pass it to death. Whereas we like to go direct, mix it up, play it across the midfield sometimes, switch it up. You know, you've got teams that stick to their game plans and whatever else. I think we're finally starting to realise now the players are obviously such a you know, cliche thing to say but you know we've experienced they will learn this and it's a steady group now that have gone up and down you know highs and lows of Luton and I think they're starting to get to grips with it now Well one man who's definitely getting more experience at the moment is Glenn Ray he's been performing quite well recently Producer Jake has asked today how do we rate performance of the weekend Brilliant. can you see him staying in the team going forward has he kind of nailed that that spot at the moment is he one of the first names on the team sheet right now well, of course, at the moment, while we're doing well, who isn't? You wouldn't change anything that's broken, would you? So, uh, change anything that's broken, change anything that's working. So if it's not yeah. broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. That's no, what yeah. I meant to say. <laughs> Mate, it's been a long weekend. I need to sleep. <laughs> As you can see, there's no beer today. Where's the water, actually? Hey, listen, we've, we've all known that Glenn Ray is a decent player. We've always known that. We, haven't we? We've always thought, you I know, have, he's got... I've definitely always yeah. thought it. I've always liked him. And... And the moment he's coming to his own, he's, he's, stand, he's, he's an outstanding player in, in our team. And why, why like, not? Yeah, like I said a couple of years ago, I felt like some people, just, they got in his bag. Obviously, he came back. Obviously, they expected him to do what he did in League 2 and League 1. But, you know, he's, he had to take time to adjust. As I say, it did take him a little bit of time. I think his, his <laughs> first debut against Stoke. Yeah, but come on. He'd been out for a while, hasn't he? Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. It, for him, it was probably a bit of a shock coming back in and maybe had to get up to the pace of the championship. In a shit team at the moment as well. Not being horrible. Weren't that great either back then? No, true. The way we were playing, bounds, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm saying. But everybody had to get used to the new pace of the championship, didn't they? Every every member of our team when we got promoted, you know, how many of how many of the team that got promoted were actually uh, ex championship players? And not not many, no, no. So you know, everybody has to get used to it. 
Um, and he's adapted well and he's performing well now. And that's fantastic to see. Um, his stats V hold three tackles, four interceptions, three clearances, one block, 67% uh, pass accuracy. And here's what you guys said about Glenn Ray. How did you rate his performance at the weekend? And can you see him staying in the team going forward? Luton Town Exile says 100% Glenn Ray is a class act and one of our best players. Look at the interception he made on Saturday on the edge of the six-yard box to stop them equalising. No one else on the pitch gets there. Superb. I don't care that he's not shabby. He's vital to us. True. Yeah. It was he's, a great interception. And he's a leader as well. But yeah, like you say, that interception as well. Was that when Slew came out for it, went past him or whatever else? And Oh yeah. yeah. forgot about that. That was, wow. Dodgy from Sluger. Yeah, but that there from Glenn Ray, the way he just flung himself to yeah. like get the ball, obviously. It was brilliant. Took the landing. Excellent. That's what you want. You want the nitty gritty sort of stuff. That's his bread and butter, do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. he loves. So, that's, yeah. that's what he's paid for. Yeah. Kieran says there's not one person who would have been buzzing when he was back in the 11 originally, but now there's no one who can dispute. He's up this game, taking games by the scruff of the neck, wins his tackles, wins his headers, and is the most consistent performer. Well, it's not much to argue with there, Kieran, is it? Let's be fair. Um, he's just, been, yeah, when he's been in the team, he's been mostly great. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing there, he's upped his game. Yeah, upped his game. Why not? You, you need to. Louise says he's improved considerably, definitely deserves his place, needs to maintain his standard, and there are now, as there are now very good options. And I guess with Alan Campbell coming back into the, to the, you know, the team and stuff, it's, going to be more competition and, and like we've got to keep the high standard now like mm. Louise said but that's why you want the that's why you want the squad like we've got don't you because if, you, exactly. if you're all competing for places you're all going to try your best yes simple and he gives you the thing is with Glenn Ray we, we know obviously what he brings he brings you a physical presence in that midfield almost like Kevin Nichols in a way where you know he's a a bit of like I said I went back to what I said about 10 minutes ago a bit of nastiness He's, he's that kind of player. He, yeah, he is, he'll yeah. get stuck in. He'll try and... He'll it's not afraid to put a, a, a tackle in. I'm it. sure when players are around, after the first sort of 10, 15 minutes, the opposition are probably thinking, Jesus, oh. this guy's a bit of an arsehole, isn't he? Yeah. And, and that's and, what you want. And in that, that conversation that you just said, uh, you know, we've got Alan Campbell in the background there and Alan Campbell is one who's going to learn mm -hmm. and, and become better as well. So, yeah, and he, he can learn from Ray. And we are Luton Town, made a good point here. Gone under the radar for me. He's definitely given a negative Nelly Man, some moments to munch on. Uh, but <laughs> he's really shown he's still as a place and doesn't look like letting Osho have it back. Struggled after his injury to get back to form, but the full preseason he's back. And that's a good point on Osho. And yeah, they did spell radar. Yeah, I like that's that. That's brilliant. Um, I completely forgot about Osho, you know. Osho's just... Yeah, that's the thing. That's bad, He it? started off quite well mm -hmm. this season. He had a really good start to the season. I don't know, is it injuries not in the team now? Is it just he's not getting selected? Like... Well, apparently not, we've heard nothing about it being injured, have we? So apparently it's just a full strength side pretty much now. So I just reckon, well, you look at Alan Campbell, for example, he weren't even in the squad for the last two games, I think, prior to that. Yeah, but so he, he was massively injured at one point, wasn't he? Let's yeah, be of course. So, yeah, you know, it's a good point. Good point, well made. Jason says, I thought he was man of the match in such a scrappy game. He was the player winning headers, making tackles and interceptions. His shot he had was very in Ray-like, mm. as they usually end up out of the crowd. <laughs> Uh, really pleased he's got a run in the team and shown his oh, worth. That's a, bit, that's a bit harsh, that is there. You don't shoot enough. I mean, shoot, I'm sure in the past when he has shot, that's pretty good out, you know, probably onto Hatter's way or whatever, but nah, fair play. He's, like I say, scrappy game there as well. He's got himself involved and he stood out. Neville said he looked solid on Saturday. Shame his efforts didn't end with a goal. He's a fan favourite. I don't want him anywhere near the defence, so hopefully we've learned that from last season. We've got a strong defence. 
I guess we mean we don't want him in the back, the back four. four. Maybe yeah, him well. sitting in front is where he's best, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. Well, he, I mean, he had a great game. Saturday. Surely we've always known that that's his best <laughs> position on yeah. holding the field. He but was. He had a great game. He was solid. Totally. Yeah. But you know, Sonny Bradley was also class as well. Just had to put him, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's been class. To be fair to Sonny Bradley. Um, so yeah, I think Glen Ray realistically on a very good run of form, but. You know, everyone's playing well at the moment. It's everyone. Producer Jagger texted me today. He was like, who do we do a play focus on? Because it was like, mm-hmm. do we do Elijah? Do we do Fred? And he was like, let's do Glenn Ray. Because we've done it for a long time, have we? Or yeah, we haven't. Like and I was thinking maybe we have been maybe like ignoring his efforts recently mm-hmm. and, and not giving him I the praise he deserves. I also think as well, I also said um, at Millwall as well. I thought it was excellent against Millwall as well. All right, he didn't do a lot, but you know, he got stuck in yet again. And like you go back to the whole thing of you want someone in the midfield who's going to bully people and whatever. Like I say, he's your man. He's done it a few times now. I think twice in the last three games he's been excellent. I think so it's I think it's great that you couldn't make up your mind who the player focus was. It just shows you how good our team is right now. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Should we get into some Instagram questions then and and finish? Oh, when the cough today? Yeah, I'm really sorry about the coughing. Oh, you're making me nervous, Dave. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to have You're on coughing, mate. Jesus. It's not COVID, that's one yeah, thing I know. That's funny. Ryan says, do you think Loon would have to stadium share if we got promoted this season to the Premier League? No. Why are we even asking that question? Absolutely not. What, what's the, why? What, 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 what reason would that be? I think there could be requirements for more... Um, I think we'd have to spend a lot of money doing stuff up. Like what? Just media seating, I think, for for starters. Okay, media seating, anything else? I think when we got promoted to the championship, we had to add loads of extra media seating where you could have, like, laptops and workspaces. Okay, I get that. Put on so the roof. Where, where, you know, put them up on that scaffold. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know what? Put, put them on, on the, the scaffolding up on the boxes. The thing is, look at Bournemouth. Bournemouth Stadium doesn't hold much more than ours, does it? No, but it's just a little bit more modern, I think. There is no way that we'd ground share we get promoted in the Premier League. No way. Well, that's what Ryan's asking. So do you well, think we'd have to? Well, I'm just saying no. No way, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Just saying no. Max it's, it's says, no. Sonny Bradley Masterclass against Ronaldo next year. What do you think? Absolutely. Well, that's Over to don't, bizarre, even, right? don't ask me because it's obviously a biased answer. So, but 100%, mate. I think hey. Sonny just turned him inside out, wouldn't he? I yeah. know we like have to be... You know, we can just take this as a, as a bit of a fun chat, but imagine we got promoted this season and we were in the... Pre- like, we would just be... Fascinating just seeing Pep Guardiola pitch side at Kenworth Road with all of his Man City stars. Good. It'd be un- it would be oh, unreal, wouldn't it? I don't think he'd know how to take it. To be fair, yeah, give him the shitty change room as well. You imagine sure the, the atmosphere. Can you imagine the atmosphere yeah. in our ground? It'd be brilliant. Cut the radiators as well. <laughs> imagine watching him with his little scarf on there. His nice little jumper. Chris says, "Do you think next week Dave will stop coughing?" Uh, no, he says, "Do you think we're going to cup run?" <laughs> Do you think we're going to cup, oh, cup run? That'd be the one, wouldn't it? FA Cup run would be absolutely amazing. But look, focus on the league. Let's get promoted. Chris, I'm hopeful for a cup run. It's always good fun. All I want in the cup is Brentford away, so I can go sit in the away end. No. And uh, uh, can you guarantee us a win? Drop my girlfriend an elbow when. Uh, can you guarantee us a win? No. But then no, we don't want that one. I'd rather have Man U away because we could beat them at this moment. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, judging by their performance at the weekend, we could put five past them easily. Brentford away would be good, though. It's no, be no. Good away listen, no, I'm sorry to say. No, if you're going to go one. on a cup run, I want to... Uh, sorry, Amber. I want a bigger team than Brentford. 
If we're going to win a Premier League team, I want I want Tottenham away. I want oh, Man United away. It'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Tottenham, yeah. That's the one you want, yeah. Not being funny, a bit of Brentford, mate. Shit, so I get on. <laughs> Callum says, who do you see leaving in January? Nobody. Hillen? Mm, oh, see, I forgot about Hillen. Yeah. I forgot about Hillen. All depends on who's fit and who's not. So, I don't know, you can't really have this conversation. What's well, the point? Is anybody going to come in on, on, on the January? You know, you just, at this moment in time, you can't tell. I think we'll definitely make signings. I think if, we, if we're in a position in January where... I think by January, we'll know where we are and it'll be, are we pushing? Can we yeah. realistically make a playoff space? I think one player I do think is going to be gone in January is Potts. He's, think, only, yeah. he's the only player I think that will be gone for definite. I can't see him staying. Why would you want to stay when you're not even getting to the team? Like I said, it depends on injuries. And, With know, Potts like, now as well, you'd probably say Naismith and Bella are ahead of him, aren't, aren't they? 100%. Of course they are. I forgot about Potts. Like, I think, see, we, 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 were like, we were like Potts, obviously he's been there on the journey. But sometimes you th- I think, you know, f- best for him just to move on now because I can't see him getting anywhere. I mean, maybe potentially if you get a couple of injuries at the back, you can see him maybe slotting it set, like a centre-back on the back three, maybe. But that's the only place I see him. I don't see him as a left wing back at all. That's what I think in a back three as a centre-half, and that's the only position I see him in. But he's it. a player as well that's served us really well and he's been through a lot with us. Mm-hmm. And one, I think one of John Steele's signings. I think with well, with players, I, I mean, mean. With, with, with players, um, you thank them for their service. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we Excuse go. me, here we go. Again. No, you thank them for their service, but you know what? The only people that are really, really loyal to the club are their fans. Mm-hmm. Right, so players come, they go, they do their job, they go. Is it is time to go? Possibly. If he goes, well done, thank you very much. Who's the new player that's going to replace him? That's how I look at things like that. Well, yeah. I mean, there was only a couple of times when I've been totally devastated when players have left. Um, but, you know, it's loot and town. You have to expect it. I'm going to throw this one in there as well. This may not go down too, you know, too well. Then don't say it. Go for it. But I'm going to say it anyway. I could potentially see, not obviously not permanently, but for maybe for a month or so, I could maybe see Mendes Gomez going out alone to a League One club. Oh, really? Because yeah, he's good. not getting the game time. Well, Mike says why isn't Mendes Gomez getting enough game time at the moment? But I think it just simply comes down to... You're not going to drop Fred no, at the moment. It. You're not going to drop Harry. You're not going to drop. Got, yeah, I think even like Musgrave's ahead of him as well. Yeah, Play on the wing or up top, especially the formation we play as well. With the back three and the two wing backs, and maybe the two up top with the attacking midfield. We, when we're playing that position, I can't really see him unless he comes on off the bench to go up top or whatever. We change formation. I can't really see him making much of an impact. It's a shame because obviously I really like him, but I think it wouldn't do him any harm to go out on loan for a bit. Maybe get his confidence back up a little bit. But at the same time, I'd love well, to see him come in. It's just a tricky one, isn't it? Because maybe it is the fact that he is performing really well in training, but just not getting that game opportunity at the moment. But yeah. maybe this is where... It's a big step as well, remember? Well, exactly. Remember he was so. playing in League 2 last season. But don't get me wrong, I'm still excited about seeing him. I still want him to be playing like parts in the season. But obviously, he might not be happy sitting on the bench the whole time. So it, And obviously, they might have the conversation. Well, listen, he might not be happy, but he's probably in a better position than he was from where he came. And he's developing and he's learning and he's our future. There you go. Exactly. And maybe this is where an FA Cup run could be good for um, for us as a club. Maybe we get a nice little home tie against someone from League One or League Two and he goes straight into that starting eleven, scores a hat trick, and then straight away he's like, Right, I'm ready to play that next league game. It's nice to be straight into the third round as well, isn't it? Exactly. But 
realistically though, I see we'll see in the next sort of six, seven games after sort of like twenty games have gone, and he's only made like two, three appearances, or whatever. You start to think, don't you? Like, what's he, what's he not going to go anywhere on a permanent? I'm just saying, maybe for a month or so, or six weeks, he might go out and just just play in League One or something. I'm sure he'll do great. I'm sure he's I still I'm, thinks he's a Championship player and he's good enough to do it. But just for him personally, he's aware of his own development. I think, I agree. He, he he knows where he's at. He's in a better club than he was before, and he's got better opportunities to come. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to hear your opinion on this. If you want to leave a comment, if you're listening or watching on YouTube right now, leave a comment below. Do you think Mendes Gomez could potentially go on loan for a month or so, just to get, like Batara says, a bit of confidence back in and maybe find a bit of form and get into that first team? Can I just say as well, Glenn Ray did it. Look at him now. Yeah, he went to Woking. He went to Woking. What a signing that was for them for the for the month they had him. Wow. Well, you you know what, Batar? I think you've really made a good point there. Just let's see if that happens in January. Just thought about it. I started thinking about it last week. I thought he's not getting on the bench. We know he's exciting, but I just thought about it last week, and I just thought it would make sense if he's not getting game time with us. Don't stick him in the under twenty threes or whatever we play. Get him out in League One or something. Every team in League One would snap him up like that, 100%. percent i be interested to hear your thoughts. Owen the Town on Twitter, leave us a comment or comment below on YouTube. Um, that's pretty much everything for this week, a bit of a shorter one, but... Do you mind if I just say one more thing? Yes, go for it. Okay, if you're watching on YouTube, you're thinking, why are there three cans of fossils on the table? Um, this is down uh, as a tribute to my dad, who passed away on time of recording this, six years ago today. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, we was at the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Luton played Northampton, and we scored a, a, a really, really late winner. It's the most emotional I've ever felt of a football match ever. Luke so Gustridge ran it in the last yeah. minute. So I mean, it's a, it's a bit of a thing for me. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, it was a tribute to my dad. So thanks very much. Let me do it. No problem. Lovely stuff. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for watching. Get us on iTunes and, and YouTube. Just go search I Win The Town. And on social as well, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're on. And do you know what? Completely forgotten who we're playing at the weekend. Preston, isn't it? Preston. That's the one. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Three points from that and we're... Yeah, we're flying. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do it, though. There's no we reason why we, we can't. We could beat any team in this league. There's no reason why we Hey, can't. we're fifth. Enjoy it. Enjoy well, it. might loads. be 11th next week. No, but it doesn't matter. No, it joking. doesn't matter because no, listen, even if no. we are 11th, we can get back to 5th exactly. fairly quickly. So, you know. The league's so tight it. as well, isn't it? Love so, it. So, so tight. Well, enjoy it. If you're going up to Preston at the weekend and then Middlesbrough at home the following Tuesday, it's going to be a good weekend, hopefully. Let's hope for yeah, six more points. Uh, have a good one and we'll see you next week. Thank you.